Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Studio C. Blazing your... Well, you know what it is. Dimly lit room. Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And hey, everybody, on a Tuesday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. You know, I'm casting about for a candidate like the nationwide nursing shortage. I'm having trouble coming up with a good candidate. Yeah. There's a nationwide nursing shortage? Oh, yeah, it's terrible, I guess, especially in less populated areas. Between the... Uh, uh, Chairman Xi's uh, uh, hot and sour bat fever and and the uh, the lure of travel gigs and and people being exhausted from being on the front lines. Yeah, I got no nurses. Does the vaccine mandate play a role in that? Yeah, it could could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it maybe around the edges, but if you already have a shortage and that impacts you, say three four percent, that hurts. Leaves a mark, man. Come, Ben. Big finish here now. Here we go. Like it's a Travis Scott concert. Come on, rush the stage. Oh, there don't. Good Lord. Everybody get up up front here, huh? No, no. Stay where you are. So did he spit on a guy and say, get him? Or was that a different concert where he said that? He's done. I don't know. He did that at some point. I heard something about that, but I don't know. Yeah. I would hate to impugn the man unfairly. I was just glancing over at CNN. Because in the modern world, at a concert, every single human being has got a cell phone out with it on. There is a lot of uh, video of this horrifying event. I was reading some of it last night. It's gruesome. Oof. It's yeah, like middle, it's like Middle Ages stuff. Um, so your suggestion is if you don't like your job, if you want want a job with uh, probably decent pay and good benefits and you can work anywhere in the country you want to, go get a nursing greet this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yep, good friend of the family, a young man is in the midst of doing that right now. Good idea. You Promising could, career. You could work anywhere you wanted to. Anywhere. And if you don't like people, you can jab them with the needles. Put I mean, the, sometimes they need it, but... Uh, or knock them out. Sure. What, like, what are you talking about? Like, bash him over the head with something heavy or just pillow over the head? Give him a pillow, something that'll shut him up. (laughs) Oh, jeez, Louise. Not allowed to do that? That's way way dark. Somebody turn on the lights. I know it's a dimly lit room, but it's like a cave all of a sudden. Taking a pill to go to sleep? How's that? How dark is that? Oh, okay. You want dark? I got I thought you said pillow. A pillow. No, or no, no. A, a pillow. Barbaric. Going, a, no, going no, all no. Uh, chief in uh, One Flew Over Their Cuckoo's No, nest. give them a pill. All right. Too much yappity yappy. Give them a hair. Take one of these. They're asleep. And then Too you're... much talky talk. <laughs> exactly. exactly. You want dark? Did you hear about that guy in Great Britain they discovered? I don't know if they just discovered him over the weekend or he got charged. I think they discovered him over the weekend. He'd been sexing up corpses. At the old folks' home for decades. Oh, boy. They think at least a hundred. You know, once you get past 12 or 13, does the number really matter? Yeah, that's a good question. Um... That's that's wow. I I haven't actually heard about that, but through you, he'd been doing you're, it. You're working the sexing up a corpse desk, apparently. He'd been doing it for like forever. I guess. Yeah. Oh. Huh. I would think if you started in on that, you'd think I this. You know, this is not good. I'm going to get caught. This is going to be bad. Not. Oh, but I can do this for fifty years. 
I can't imagine the starting of it, so it's difficult for me to get past yeah. that to the further analysis. Although yeah. I appreciate you you attempting it. There's just so many different kinds of weirdo in the world. Oh, please. Never-ending. Never-ending yeah. variety of weirdos. <laughs> I mean, you don't, you don't get consent. On the other hand, you know, nobody says no either. Well, there are laws on the books. I mean, obviously, the, the, the analysis begins and ends there. Hey, back to the Travis Scott concert, which I don't, you know, I don't even know who that is, really. We're going to lighten things up with uh, some crushings, okay? Yes. The, the Wall Street Journal has a report that there were some drugs floating around at the concert that had fentanyl in them. Have you seen that story? Oh, it would shock me if there weren't. Yeah. Did you hear the story about the security guard getting jabbed in the neck by the by a needle? No. He felt a, a sharp pain in his neck like a jabbing, and he went down unconscious. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Insane. So that was a premeditated thing? Like somebody brought a needle with them full of something that'll knock you out immediately? Well, so it would seem. Or that, I mean, unless they just carry it around. I don't know. Well, oh, remember I brought you the story a couple weeks ago back in Britain, the home of the necrophiliac. The uh, what <laughs> nice were slogan? What were they calling that uh, rash of things they have going on in London? Uh, jabbing, stabbing, stinging, stingings? Maybe stingings. Um, I forget what they called it, but anyway, instead of slipping in some slipping something in somebody's drink at a nightclub, oh, yeah. you jab them with something, and that's been a been a problem in, in oh. New York City pubs. Like you just feel like, what was that? London know. pubs or New York City? Uh, London pubs. I'm sorry. London. Okay. You feel a little something. Ow, what was that? And then and the next thing you know, you're all woozy. Um, yeah. You know, and Bill Cosby came by and gave you a little jab, but um, wow. or somebody like him, oh, but, allegedly. But so I wonder, allegedly, Bill Cosby's in prison. It didn't no? They turned him loose, but they not, turned him loose on a on a ruling. But not because they don't think he did it, did they? There was a problem. I don't recall what. Yeah. Anyway, okay. You you be that last person in America giving Bill Cosby the benefit of the doubt. Um, but, I don't bend my rules out of personal animosity, unlike you, allegedly. <laughs> You're the blind lady with the scales of justice, is what that's me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I wonder if somebody showed up at that Travis Scott concert, planning to do one of those, and just happened to have it with him, or did don't have did the slightest sh- idea. Would you show up at a concert with you know what my plan is tonight? Is I'm going to go to the concert, enjoy some new music, and then at some point knock out the guard so I can. I don't know. Wow, there's all sorts of weirdness there. Then, well, right, and probably unrelated to the horrors of the the squashings. But uh, well, you yeah. think? I don't know. Yeah, I'll not be attending any Travis Scott shows anytime soon. I'll you, tell you that. You know what I keep thinking is uh, like I'm not going to attend that kind of concert. But I just wonder if there's a if there are giant lawsuits with lots of money flying around, which is almost a guaranteed. What sort of crazy makes it miserable to go to concert rules are going to be put in place all across the country to avoid the liability of this sort of problem? Well, I think the days of uh, sneaking down to the good seats, if there are some left, are going to be definitely over. Yeah, I wonder, although there are no seats at all in shows like this. It's yeah. just an empty space and people occupy it maybe as that'll, they, maybe that'll as be they the, wish. The end of that kind of seating. If You know how it is. When there are big lawsuits, things change. Right. You no right. longer have monkey bars at your park and stuff like that. Well, and as an older man, I appreciate the ability to pay for a nice seat and sit in it. I get tired. I'll stand up in a bit. I need to. I need to take a rest. Got to admit, I paid all that money for good tickets for the playoff baseball game, Giants Dodgers, and I was thinking, are we really going to stand for four hours? This is seems <laughs> like a long time to stand. Yeah, we yeah. got seats right here. I mean, if we all sit, can you can... all sit down? I'm getting very stiff. <laughs> My back is stiff. <laughs> 
We should officially start the show. I almost forgot. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, November 9th, the year 2021. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's leap into action then officially according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go. The show begins at Mark. I am a private citizen now, so trips like this feel a little bit different than they used to. I don't get invited to the big group photo. Traffic is a thing again. Music doesn't play when I walk into the room. (laughs) On the positive side, I can give a speech like this without wearing a tie and not create a scandal back home. The Dave Chappelle of politics, (laughs) Barack Obama. Obama! With his comedy stylings. Was he at the climate thing? Yes. Gotcha. For some reason, he was chosen to give a speech as a, I don't know, what a... uh, an author, a Chicago author. I the guess. last semi-normal president we had. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Obama oh, wow. is a long-legged Mac Daddy. Yeah, you put that aside conveniently, don't you? <laughs> Somewhat normal. Overlooked He's that. an LLMD. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> how does uh, how does um, uh, mailbag look? You want the truth? Can you handle the truth? Actually, it's pretty good. Cool. Now that I, I'm, I'm flipping back through it, yeah, it is pretty good. I did a nice job. Pat on the back, Joe. So what is going on with the Tesla stock, the world's richest man, uh, doing a Twitter poll to sell off his stock, changing the name <laughs> of his Twitter handle, making obscene threats to uh, senators? What is going on there? If you haven't been following that story. We've often said genius is just another form of crazy. Your brain doesn't sure. work like most people's does, and... And who knows? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe there's uh, synapses that are starting to fire that probably shouldn't. All three stock indexes set records yesterday, even with uh, Tesla going down as much as it did. That's When I hear that, I should be happy. I just get scared. I think, ah, boy, I don't know. I feel like something weird's going to happen. Maybe yeah. I'm just pessimistic. I don't know. I it all I feels a tad precarious. Well, I'd say. Anyway, and if you know anything about that, you could text us uh, or anything else. Text line 415-295-KFTC. The Armstrong and Getty Show. China's military conducting combat readiness patrols near Taiwan today in response to, quote, secessionist activities, according to communist state media. So that's nice. Wow. Good dealer. Wow. Where does it lead? Is it just jawing? Is it just posturing? Or is it, you know, the sort of thing in retrospect you look back and say, well, they told us over and over again what they were doing. Right. It's hard to say. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day, continuing our series of Margaret Thatcher quotes. I love this one. Remember this one, excuse me, that very, very, very last day of a cold. Where I don't know the gunk is being clear. I can't. I can't go without that little cough for more than a minute or hmm. two. Anyway, coronavirus could be gonorrhea. It could. You know what? That, that's a possibility I left unexplored. Anyway, oh, Margaret Thatcher. I love this one. Remember this one when you're sitting in your woke re-education meeting at your stupid, stupid corporation where they're trying to indoctrinate you in Marxist nonsense. And if you dare ask a single question, 
They will claim that you are either a racist, fragile, or not Jones McGillicuddy uh, material anymore and, and usher you out the door. Anyway, Margaret Thatcher said, I love argument. I love debate. I don't expect anyone to just sit there and agree with me. That's not their job. Somebody with moral and intellectual courage right there, unlike the saps I described earlier. Saps! Saps. Mailbag. You can email us, don't you know? Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Whether you want to weigh in on one of the topics of the day or send along a link, something we ought to be talking about. Do me a favor, though. Can you do me a favor? You don't owe me nothing. But do me a favor. (laughs) Before you send along a link to the groundbreaking article at... Alterna Natural Health Defender Resistance.com. Take five seconds and figure out whether the website's worth a crap and who publishes it, all right? Come on, people, consider the source. It's an ancient saying. Moving along. Michael deserves a bonus, writes Dale in San Jose. Michael jumping in with Hank Jr. when you're talking about the marathon winners. Deserves special recognition. I believe somebody mentioned Kenyans, yeah. and uh, and we got uh, Hank Jr. weighing in. Should have won. Obama! <laughs> As always, the Kenyans win every marathon. Right. Right. Kenyans like Barack Obama. Uh, that's a joke. Maybe in the form of a ticket on the next Bezos flight. That would be a good bonus. Or, or, or a free ticket on Gavin's bullet train to Modesto. Flabadoobity pressure signs uh, Dale of San Jose. Uh, Michael did get a bonus yesterday. Generally, after the show, we take the beating wand and give the staff a few good licks to remind them of of who's in charge. Wow! Yesterday, Michael was spared. Wow! I had a day to heal up. Wow! Uh, speaking of Bezos' space program, how about Musk's uh, space program? They splashed down a couple of astronauts in the middle of the night. They'd been up there for 200 days. I'd forgotten they were up there at all. Mm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Speaking of Elon Musk and his plan to open the Texas Institute of Technology. There's an S at the end, right? And uh, science. Science, yeah. I think. The, T-I-T-S, the world, yes. The world's richest 13-year-old, Elon Musk. Loyal listener Robert writes, any news on Elon Musk's Austin School of Science? Asking for a friend. You know, Robert, we could go on like this all day. If, indeed, we're 8 to 13-year-old boys. But Um, we're not. I don't know if Elon is serious about that. He might actually be. But there is another university that's going to be opened in uh, Texas we need to talk about that's huge. So stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I found this so interesting. Ryan from Houston writing. Um Guys, Joy Reid and others on MSNBC have basically declared that the Klan is now in charge in Virginia. Others claim Manchin and Cinema are holding back votes that will save the country and save millions of people. Not to mention the soulless Republicans who are closer to Nazis than Americans. Two corrupt politicians lining their pockets while millions will be hurt, untold numbers will die. Sounds like drastic matters need to be taken. If the Klan is really running a state, should we just sit back and wait patiently to vote them out? You don't want to wait to vote the Klan out. You don't negotiate with Nazis. And his theme is, I'm going to summarize here, isn't this absolutely advocating violence or or trying to whip it up? Uh, God, I would certainly think so. If your response to the Klan running a state is not to, to try to get them out of there. Well, this it seems to me, I mean, if, if there is not a crazy person 
who would hear that and go shoot up another Republican baseball practice or something. Uh, You know, if you believe what's being pitched on MSNBC, for instance, you almost have a responsibility to take extreme measures. So irresponsible. And they get a pass so much from so much of their liberal media. Although Matt Taibbi has just been beating the hell out of MSNBC lately. Uh, he considers that an embarrassment because they are. Uh, Mikey Luke, frequent correspondent through the years, points out that he heard a news report. And I wish he'd sourced it, but let me go digging. A congressman in California says that Mexican drug cartels are running homeless camps we're gonna all have, over, in particular, Northern California. We're going to have that news story this hour. We are. Yeah. Great, Scott. They charge rent. They supply drugs. Okay, we're on it. Yeah. You know, as a business model, it actually makes sense. I more mean, on that coming up. There's not a lot of info, but more on that coming up. Yeah. Wow, that's just crazy. Oh, and apparently virtually everything we said about 5G was wrong yesterday. We could try to, to I fix almost, the record. I almost said at the beginning of that that all of our tech listeners right now, their heads are going to explode yes. um, as we go through that story. But well, I want to hear more about that. You know, I well, re- yeah, that's an overstatement. There, there definitely needed to be some clarifications. I was reading straight from a story, so I'll be interested in what's wrong what's right. 5G is coming in January. Is that does seem to be true? 5G uh, is coming next year? It's happening. Durr, I don't know. And it's way faster than 4G? Is that true? Oh, that is absolutely true. So, absolutely. So you're going to be having 5G on your phone here starting in January in various parts of the United States? Can It'll change everything. Um, I, don't I don't know if it'll know. change anything for me. Hmm. Change something for you if you don't have a uh, fast internet at your home, though. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. President Biden returned to the White House this morning after spending the weekend at his beach house in Delaware. Things must be pretty rough in Washington if you think to yourself, you know what would be great? The beach in November. So we uh, got quite a few texts about the whole 5G thing. We were talking about it yesterday. It's rolling out next year. Those of you who say, I've got 5G on my phone, it ain't that great. No, 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 you don't. You've got a 5G-capable phone. You're not enjoying 5G. I got right, it. it's like having an HD TV. You haven't gotten yeah. a feed yet. I remember when that was all the craze. Everybody getting HD TVs, but they had the regular feed, and you just had a blurry TV. Yay, fantastic. Well, you could see the blur in fine detail, though. For years, <laughs> blurry it's crystal TVs. clear blur. And that's kind of what the, that's a good, very good analogy to the 5G phones. Anyway, we'll talk more about that coming up. There's not much to this story yet. Hopefully, there'll be more in the future. Now, this was going on, uh, being reported about in Los Angeles in the spring, that you had drug gangs, Mexican drug gangs, selling drugs from homeless camps on Hollywood Boulevard. Now, further north in Sacramento, one city councilman, Sean Lololi, uh, told reporters yesterday that drug cartels are running homeless camps in Sacramento. He said many of Sacramento's homeless camps are drug-dealing hubs with ties to dangerous cartels and gangs. That makes perfect sense. He flat-out said drug cartels are running homeless camps. Well, that, well, that somebody needs to dig down on that. That's a heck of a statement. Well, it's it's like running a bait shop next to a, a popular fishing lake. You have many, many, many junkies 
wanting your fine Mexican meth. So That's of course a, you would. You you're running. It's it's like a golf community except meth. That's a decent point right there. Yeah, it's just it makes perfect sense. You know, I've been thinking about the, uh, this a lot lately, partly because there's such an, an, an astounding amount of money being spent on it, and partly because there's so much uh, bull s washing around the bums and junkies problem. And I'm trying to get a real solid understanding of it. And there are a couple of couple of things I want to bring up. Number one, speaking of meth, uh, county supervisors, I guess it was last week in San Diego County, unanimously supported a framework that would address homelessness, quote unquote, with myriad programs at a cost of about a billion dollars annually. Billion dollars. San Diego County alone, okay? Cost includes state and federal funding, et cetera, et cetera. The strategy includes employment programs and income support, access to basic social services, and community empowerment activities. Whatever those are. Whatever those are. And I'm sure they're, they're, they're fabulous, whatever they are. Future efforts addressing homeless prevention include a new youth services fund and expanding engagements with school districts, all of which may be good. I don't know how much it should cost or who should do it or what methodology will be followed. And to jump kind of to my punchline, uh, I doubt very seriously that the efficacy of any of these programs will be tracked in a real way. And that the people who are receiving the taxpayers' largesse will ever be asked whether they've done any damn good with it. But costs for other strategies include $77 million for diversion and mitigation. Well, I'm in favor of diversion, but not mitigation. I don't even know what that is. With new efforts, including programs on eviction counseling, cash assistance, security deposit assistance program, and coordinated eviction prevention program. Another $45 million go for emergency and interim housing resources, etc., etc., blah, blah, blah. What have I not mentioned yet? The number one factor in West Coast homelessness and probably homelessness all over America, meth, M-E-T-H. Not a word about it. You got to go paragraphs down to somebody mentions. Uh, oh, uh, Supervisor Jim Desmond, who we've talked to before. He's a smart guy. He joined other board members in supporting the framework, but he said he did not agree with 100% of it and would like to see more specifics about how it will work with homeless people who abuse drugs and alcohol. Unfortunately, most of the chronically homeless are going to say thanks, but no thanks, primarily because I think most of the chronically homeless are addicted to drugs and alcohol, he said. Jim, you are 100% correct. Keep banging that drum. It's the new meth that melts people's brains. How long is it going to take till our city fathers and mothers figure this out? I I don't know. Um, I don't. uh, If you're the sort of person that dabbles in meth, you know, if you're at a party and it comes out, don't get involved in this new meth. Yeah, folks, it is different chemically. Just because they call it meth doesn't mean it's the same and doesn't mean it has the same effects on your body. Know what you're putting in your body. You know, we ought to repost that article from Atlantic about the new meth. How, if, if you missed that segment, number one, where were you? We waited for like 15 minutes to start it waiting for you. But finally, we dove in. The Atlantic ran an excerpt from a new book talking about how the, the war on uh, ephedrine, uh, limiting would-be meth cookers' access to ephedrine uh, was fairly successful. He couldn't get it. So the cartel chemists went to work and said, all right, we got a, this is an incredible profit center for us. Can we make something that is roughly the same with a different chemical uh, composition? And they came up with this stuff called P2P meth. It's just a different, you know, if you got a PhD in chemistry, you might understand it. The problem is after not months or years of use, but after weeks of use, it causes severe mental illness and inability to function in society. 
I right. still have not heard that story anywhere but here. I know. I know. And and it was a serious piece of scholarship. It w- it was not some sort of Joy Reid shooting off her mouth bull ass. It was serious scientific scholarship. I don't I don't get what catches on and what doesn't. So that's point one about the bums and junkies. Uh, San Diego, you're going to waste virtually every single dollar you're spending. San Diego County, I should say, unless you come to grips with the new meth and its enormous outsized role in what's going on. The second thing is, and I hold held on to this for a little while. Great note from Josh, who said, I know you're super, super skeptical of the claim that housing prices are a major contributor to the bums and junkies problem, but I ran across this today. I hope you find it as interesting as I did. And what it is, is a history of single-room occupancy housing, SRO housing. These are the, for lack of a better term, bum hotels, transient hotels, as made uh, you know famous in the Blues Brothers movie, for instance, and or virtually every big city in America. Um, and and what's really interesting about this, it's and it's the classic: you got a room, you got a hot plate, you got a a sink, and generally a shared bathroom, and they're super cheap. Yeah, they're super cheap. They are definitely not luxurious. They they can be fairly grim, but if you are, you know, a drunk, a drug addict, mentally ill, whatever, you can turn your government money or whatever you have into a safe, warm place to sleep where, you know, you can lock the door and, and you're gonna be okay. Well, various Various movements, some of them economics, many of them progressive politics, declared that those are cruel, they're insufficient, we need to close them down, and we need to invest in wonderful new housing for the poor. But, of course, like many progressive schemes, and not all of it was politics, okay? I'm ready, I'm ready to admit that. Some of it was just economics, um, that it was much more profitable to tear down a hotel or refurb it and make it into a tourist hotel. But there's been an enormous loss of these uh, single-room occupancy hotels with nothing to replace them. And part of it is, again, progressive saying, this is wrong, we need to launch a brand-new utopian way for these people to live, and then they'll be happy. But, of course, you know, like most utopian schemes, it didn't happen. It It reminds me, in turn, of when... Progressive America pressured the crap out of Carter, then Reagan, to close all the mental hospitals. Reagan gets the blame for that. The The mental health establishment in America demanded the mental hospitals be closed in favor of these community wellness centers. Is that the, the name? It's something like that. The uh, community health centers or something, which had never been tested. There was no data to say they'd work, but there was a craze. It was like the critical race theory craze. There was a craze that that was the way to do it. So he shut down all the mental hospitals. Now all the crazy people, God bless them, and I do not use that term uh, dismissively, all the poor people suffering with mental illness are now on the streets. If something works, how about you leave it alone for a while and make sure your alternative works before you tear down what works as the the brilliant thomas sowell said so much in the last uh, half century it's now going on 3 quarters of a century is is getting rid of what works in favor of what sounds good don't do that we went big on the tesla story yesterday if you didn't uh, catch that it was hour 4 you can do the podcast at armstrongandgetty.com quick update on that um I mentioned all three stock indexes set records yesterday, even though Tesla was down a fair amount as the fourth most viable company in the world right now, I think. 
Uh, because Elon Musk over the weekend did a Twitter poll. Well, he's not Elon Musk on Twitter anymore. He's Lord... Lord Edge. Lord Edge. L-O-R-D-E. Lord Edge. All right. Well, Lord Edge did a Twitter poll over the weekend. Should I sell 10% of my Tesla stock? And uh, 60% of voters said yes. So he says he's going to, which drove stock prices down. Here's a couple of things in the Wall Street Journal on that whole story today. One... Uh, this, just the run-up of Tesla stock over the last years and months. Joe and I were both talking about how I don't own any Tesla stock, even as a guy who drives a Tesla and really enjoys the product. I don't own any Tesla stock because every financial person I've talked to has said it's way overvalued, has been telling me that for 10 years. I wish I'd have bought 10 years ago or five years ago or a year ago or six months ago. I wish I'd have bought Tesla stock. Do you remember that lunch we had with the big boss in San Francisco? It was like... Gosh, I don't know, 2006 or seven. He talked me out of buying Tesla stock. Oh, stock. really? He said, no, it's way overvalued. Yeah, way that's, overvalued. That's what's what smart people, and they're probably right. It probably is overvalued, but it's been going up, up, up for a long time. So Tesla's $1 trillion valuation has really uh, punished a number of funds run by managers saying what, you know, like people Joe and I had talked to saying, no, 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 stay out of the Tesla stock. And other funds have gone up a lot, people who did buy the Tesla stock, and that's really thrown out off kilter all your investment funds and who's the hotshot manager and who's not, because all the smart managers, and I do think they're smart, have said Tesla is overvalued for years as it continues to go up. On the other end of it, uh, another article in the Wall Street Journal today, if you do own Tesla stock, be like Elon Musk and sell. It says in the Wall Street Journal, when executives announce they are selling stock after a sharp run-up in price, it is obvious to everyone that they think the share price is too high. So the Wall Street Journal is saying, sell your Tesla stock. That's the Wall Street Journal, not my words. I'm not smart enough to have ever ever even bought it in the first place. There you go. Yeah, yeah. If you know anything about 5G, like you actually know anything about it, not those of you saying, I got 5G on my phone, I haven't noticed any difference. Uh, yeah, that you don't you don't have five G in your phone. You got a five G capable phone. You don't have the five G network yet. We got more on that. So we uh, you, somebody uh, alerted us to a bunch of things we have wrong in the story yesterday. Joe says clarifications. Yes, clarifications and uh, what do you call them in the newspaper? Corrections, corrections. and clarifications. Yes, we'll put these on page A forty. Um, uh, so five G is coming next year, though it is coming, which is exciting. Also, it turns out Trump did not collude with Russia. Yeah, exactly. Bury that at the very back, next to a vacuum cleaner ad. Um, Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A little girl was eating Warhead's candy, which my kids have eaten, I believe, and got a hole in her tongue. We'll have to do that story later in the show. What the what? You don't want that. I don't know from Warhead's candies. I'm pretty sure my kids have had that. Pretty Sounds sure. awfully militaristic. Well, you don't want to end up with a hole in your tongue. Certainly not. And uh, well, others... Some people do, actually. But, uh... Oh, that's true. That's true. You see the piercings at your local coffee shop. Um. Uh, so we were talking about 5G yesterday, just because I came across the article that, hey, 5G is going to be here for real next year. We, A lot of us have had 5G on our phones. Our phones have said 5G, but we're not actually using the 5G network. 
that rolls out from all your major carriers next year. And AT&T, I don't know if the other carriers are doing that. If you're still rocking an old 3G phone, it won't work at all. So they're going to uh, send you a free 5G. I'm sure the details and restrictions on that are onerous. But anyway. Yeah, I, I, I assume most people have 4G at this point, don't they? Or I don't know. I don't know. Maybe grannies don't. I got this note, which I found uh, interesting. It it clarified some things uh, written by, well, Byron, who crossed out his name and wrote in, Brandon. (laughs) Well, let's go read your note, Brandon. Uh, Dear Jacques and Joe, I've been a listener quite a long time. I'm a software engineer tasked with systems testing of network infrastructure equipment manufactured by the largest network infrastructure company in the U.S., maybe in the world. Well, that doesn't prove you know anything. Yeah. Anyway. Have you ever been a disc jockey? Yeah. Yeah, wise ass. Uh, My comment regarding the discussion of 5G. Uh, While it's true that 5G is able to transfer data at extremely high rates, it is all still funneled back to a tower and placed on fiber optic trunks for transit back to the, quote unquote, the Internet. A fiber optic trunk. Yes. So, yes, upgraded infrastructure will most certainly be needed for a lot of those carriers and the backbone infrastructure companies that will need to handle that increased capacity. All right. Okay, that's that's the addresses are. Does the government really need to invest in uh, Internet capacity? The thing uh, Jack will need to be more concerned with when using 5G from a phone rather than Wi-Fi will be the rate restrictions. No company will outright tell you this, but it is trivial. It's easy to slow down a user's data rate without outright stopping you from passing data. Unlimited data is a quantity, and that's the advertisement of companies. But limited data rates is the policy. The technique employed is QoS, quality of service tagging, where every packet of data sent is given a priority rating. Higher rating, higher priority, faster transfer speed across the network. Think of it like a highway. Verizon, Comcast, et al. will never say, you can't drive any further on the freeway this month. Instead, they will simply quietly change the lane you're in so you can't drive faster than 35. Right, gotcha. So, yeah, there are still going to be serious choke points with that much data flying around. And what the government is allegedly trying to do, wastefully, I'm sure, directing the money to whoever bribes their congressman the most. Let's go ahead and stipulate that. But what they're trying to do is build out the capacity of those choke points to handle much more data much more quickly. Thank you, Brandon, We got this that, uh, clarification. We got this text. When they turn on the 5G, we'll see what the vaccines are really for to turn us all into zombies of the state. Never forget. It's a good point. That's what the 5G is for. I have heard those stories. Um, speaking of tech... It's just I came across this a couple times yesterday. I was wondering about it. So are there new laws about you have to let people opt out of the cookies and stuff like that when you go to a website? You know, you used to go to a website, and they just because you went to their website, they could do whatever they wanted. They could grab all your information and do whatever they want. Now there are various restrictions. I don't know if it's across the whole California. Country California passed a law that they have to ask you if you accept. Or if it just depends on the state you live in, and I don't know how right, many states yeah. are doing that, but... The way they get around it, this, come on, it's so, it's so sketchy. I don't know how many people have dealt with this where you get the thing, you go to a website and it's on the screen, um, you know, accept our data or, uh, use only for advertising or whatever. Then you click on it and then, then there's all kinds of screens you have to go through and they hide the little box. And then sometimes you check on the box, no, don't take my data. And it automatically switches back to yes. And you have to click it a couple of times. Or they put it in gray print on a gray background so you can't see that box. I mean, all right, you've launched into a project that'll take anywhere from three hours to four days. (laughs) 
if you want to customize your cookie usage. Is all that stuff legal? I suppose the pure libertarian view is, well, we will not use those sites, and over time they'll make it easier to, I don't know. Is that actually going to work? I just click accept all cookies. You always do? Uh, pretty much. If I need to use the website for work, especially, yeah. Hmm. Or, or if I'm, I don't know, I if I'm reading the... something interesting, if, if freaking Sports Illustrated knows I like golf, I don't, I just, I'm okay with that, I guess. I oh, you're I, part of the problem. I think it's just, uh, I think it's a theoretical way it bugs me, but I always click on manage cookies and try to figure out how to limit it as much as possible, but it's a chore and they make it really mm, cookie management <laughs> and they make it really, really hard to opt out. So there's got to be a better yeah. way around this. Oh, yeah. It is following the letter of law and absolutely whizzing all over the spirit of it, clearly. Or, you know, I talked last week about those agreements. When you get an app or a, uh, a new uh, software or anything like that, and there are pages and pages of agreements, and we all just click, I agree. Somebody totaled it up, and the average person goes through enough pages, it would take you an entire year of nine to five reading all those agreements <laughs> as a lawyer to get through all of them in a year, which automatically makes them... You know, in effect, not real. Well, and if it were nursery rhymes or Dr. Seuss, that would be fine. But it's dense legalese. I can't even comprehend the first paragraph of it. And neither can virtually anybody else but tech company lawyers. But that can't hold legalese. I'm going to call my lawyer. That can't Ghana. hold forever, legally speaking, surely. Um, if you miss an hour of the show or if you want to buy any Let's Go Brandon hats, T-shirts, hoodies, or Armstrong and Getty stuff, go to armstrongandgetty.com. L-G-B. Armstrong and Getty.